This podcast covers mature, intense, morbid, and sometimes just scary stuff. Listener discretion is advised. The Sinisterhood Podcast joins us today to talk about the West Virginia's red-eyed, wide-winged, cryptid son. Welcome to 30 Mothman Minutes. the podcast where we cover topics of a morbid, macabre, dark, and downright grisly nature, sometimes of a Mothman nature. I'm Elise Willems. I'm Jessica Vasami, and we are so happy and thrilled to have with us Christy and Heather from the Sinisterhood podcast. Hello, guys. How are you today? Hi. Hello. I'm great. How are y'all? Oh, we're good. Fantastic. Yeah, we awesome. had to start rolling because we were just like goofing around too much. <laughs> <laughs> we said yeah. we got to talk about it on the air. Save it for the air. Yeah. And then I had to delay things so I could gather my props, which are <laughs> stuffed animals of Mothman. Yes. I so, love it. I brought an illustration of Mothman. Oh, oh, my God. A, a See, artist rendering. So excited. <laughs> just, <laughs> for our audio listeners, we're just talking about. <laughs> um, this is Mothman in a real deep dump squat. <laughs> Full of case. at that ass. He is. That's one reason he's so beloved is because of his thick booty and that. Where did you get that? A listener gave this to me. I don't remember that <laughs> on tour. So. Like a See, man approached me on the road about and these. asked me for magic beans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I would buy. It's shocking I didn't buy it off of eBay because I do buy such weird things. On eBay. <laughs> it's like the devil and the devil on your shoulder, or are they both angels? Some believe he's a harbinger of good, so yes. we'll have to uh, figure it out. That oh. bridge um, yeah. was structurally unsound, and Mothman was just proving it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I'm wearing my Mothman shirt. That you oh, I like it. Behind love my it. mic. But I, I got it. it at Graveface in, in um, uh, oh my God. What, what am I, why am I blanking on a place, a Savannah? Savannah. Georgia. Savannah, Savannah yeah. Georgia. Um, yep. Always want to go yeah. there. But, I'm uh, excited because I yeah. don't know I don't know much about Mothman, so I'm excited to learn from you guys. Which t- to give our listeners a little bit of a backstory, uh, we were so uh, kindly invited to do a Freaky Friday episode with these gals on their podcast, Sinisterhood, and Jessica. And, uh, we just fell in love. We I know it's like we hit it <laughs> off. We fell in love too. We but fell just- in love with y'all. We talk about y'all like every day. Also, Elise, <laughs> you just did a podcast with my sister in law. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was telling Jessica, I said, you're not going to believe this. It's the smallest country. Um, I know, America, right? But like, I love it. Christie's in law, I know in real life in Los yeah. Angeles. Bizarre. And it's super bizarre. Do you know my brother? No, no. Never, oh, okay. But I hope, I hope we'll meet. Because well, <laughs> I hope you do too. And then you I guys both of family. them actually live in LA. What's oh, yeah. That? Riley is awesome. Oh, yeah. Riley has been my brother's partner. Oh, my gosh. For. 13 years or something. They've been together for a really long time. So yeah, they've been in my life forever and they're a doll and they're actually going to be on Freaky Friday um, next week. Oh, nice. We got to listen. Well, Jess and I just, we think you're both the bee's knees. Absolutely. The Mandela effect has happened and we have both spawned in the same universe. (laughs) The Sinisterhood 30 Morbid. And I love this union. 
And you're both just so knowledgeable and funny. Jess, you, please continue. No, no, no. It was, no, really, like after we uh, finished our podcast and we all like clicked, you know, the exit button, me and Elise immediately slacked each other on our work slack. And we we're just like, oh, my God, they were so incredible. Yeah, it, just, like, it was just like, oh God, wow, so this is so sweet. We were like, our podcast is so much worse. It sucks. No. We should end our podcast. Oh, we do not deserve to be in the same platform as their podcast. Um, we were like, Heather, texting. do you need to tell Elise what you discovered from your what husband? Oh, that he's a super fan of not just Rooster Teeth in general, but you specifically, Elise. Oh, like, no. I had no idea that he's, like, been watching Rooster Teeth stuff for, like, years. And so I go, hey, yeah, we're doing the show. It's called, you know, 30 Morbid Minutes. And he was like, huh. It's like he kind of was like, oh, okay. And then the video, he's like, you had Elise Williams on oh, your show? No. Like, yeah, that's who the video was for. And he's oh, like, no. oh. Okay. I'm going to go as red like, as Mothman's eyes. <laughs> Elise oh. is a fan favorite. She really oh, is. Yes. Oh, no. how can she, Both of you. How could yeah, either of you not favorites. be? Yeah. Well, that's what, when we got off, we were well, texting each other like, how do we just hang out with them? Like, maybe we I can, know. do we fly? Do we all go to Austin? Do we all go to LA? Because we're willing to travel. We're, we're we going to go to the Magician's Castle. <laughs> that's true. Is where we got to yeah, go. That's, that's right. Castle. That's we our do goal, that I think, that we need to work towards is all going to the Magic Castle. Thank your which husband, you please, listen, so much for me. <laughs> if you do listen to our Freaky Friday episode, which you guys should, um, you, you'll hear us discussing about the Magic Castle and how we will probably go there. We are. We're going to, we're going to, Say it to the universe. I have some news. What? Not just not to d- dismen- dismiss Elise's connection with the magician, but for those of us who are not blessed to know many magicians in our lives, a listener <laughs> messaged and said, if you reserve a room at the hotel, then oh, right. they will, if you stay in the hotel, they'll let you book a reservation at the for dinner, seance, oh. whatever, at the restaurant. And they also said they have a 24-hour pool. So I'm thinking we can get <gasps> at away. At the Magic Castle? At the Magic Castle. So we have a girls' yes. weekend. We could mm-hmm. conduct so many potions and so yes. many things Love that could happen. You. They're these like, are, these, these are my people. I mm-hmm. would a big potion. Absolutely <laughs> love this. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. Jessica, I'm putting it on my vision board. I'm hundred percent down. <laughs> Something that we also have to get off the ground when our production company's thirty sinister productions gets underway yeah. is yes. making possession bachelor, which yes. was something we oh, talked about on your that podcast. Is. Our sketch. Which that was, was like a great a idea. Bachelor uh, show where all the women are possessed and the bachelor's a priest. <laughs> <laughs> Hands out crucifixes instead of roses. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's I mean, it writes itself. Yeah. Quite frankly, we, we'd be stupid not to do it. Yeah. We have to pursue that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we had a lot of sketch ideas that uh, realm and like, what if you brought Mothman home to meet your parents? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just throwing That's it out great. there. That's great. So, Speaking of, of sketch ideas. Well, tell tell everybody, our audience, if they're not familiar with you guys, about your podcast and then who you two are individually. Just, so, just give them some background. Heather? Oh, sure. That, <laughs> was that my I cue? Said, Do you want I was going to gonna let you answer, but... Oh, sure, yeah. I'll, so uh, we've known each other since uh, 2017. We both met at the now defunct Dallas Comedy House, which was our... Um, Comedy home here in Dallas. Unfortunately, the pandemic, it had to close. But that's where we met. And we knew each other from like afar. But then we started performing in troops together and stuff. And then I had a baby in 2017. And while I was at home just binging true crime shows, wanting adult interaction, I asked my husband one day, are there book clubs, but instead of reading <clears throat> books, you just talk about true crime and cults and stuff? And he was like, 
I don't know, but it sounds like something you should make. So I posted on our uh, comedy Facebook page from that theater and said, would anybody want to get together and talk about just like I was binging like, the any perverts at the in time. the house? Yeah. Hey, and I was like, hi, I was like, where are my freaks? Let your flag fly and then heather was like yeah i'm down like immediately and so <laughs> we, we call our up. sickos on this podcast we're the sickos oh yeah, the sickos nice yeah. i like it um and the first few episodes were trash they were ridiculous heather had a space at like a um uh, open a co-op like open space work environment so we're just like <laughs> so, in the worst place to record for audio ever it was ridiculous I, I just, you know we're like doing. Heather's at the New York Stock Exchange and there's yeah. someone yeah. Honestly, her to buy noise in the background when we first met I was a uh, the general counsel of a hedge fund so I was I had finished law school and I was doing like the most boring corporate law that you could do and then I started my own practice in 2017 so I had an office in like a we work co-working mm-hmm. common desk kind of space so it was concrete floors metal walls yeah. glass and then very we're like, industrial do, we're gonna do a podcast in the most echoey chamber that there is so <laughs> they're unlistenable um, but I immediately jumped at that because I had gone to law school and was like I didn't really envision this would be you know you see it on TV <laughs> a little like a it uh, wasn't law and order yeah. yeah it, it wasn't was night court, court. I went to law school night <laughs> for night court I loved night court as a kid and uh, I went to law school and then I thought you know I can parlay my love of comedy and this knowledge into maybe I can dig into some of these cases. And then we sort of diverted and said, Wait. we don't want to just be a true crime podcast. We're a comedy podcast about all things sinister because we found ourselves drawn to stuff like Mothman mm-hmm. or like you said, the Mandela effect, the, even something like historical, like the Y2K controversy. We covered that because oh, things one. that we thought, oh, well, we were fed a line of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we want the truth and we yep. can dig in and use them research skills to find the truth. And yeah. we just hit it off and, and uh, been best friends ever since. We have. In fact, uh, May of 2018 is when we started. So, um, but our, we have an anniversary coming up. That like you this just, week? Yeah. So like a couple months after we started, um, we got shared by a big Instagram account, which is kind of like just rocketed skyrocketed things overnight um and we got bumped into the top 10 for comedy podcast and i still have this screenshot because we're like above anna ferris <laughs> we're always like yes in your face anna ferris <laughs> yes. when her marriage person. ended you were I'm like sure. yes yeah 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 no i'm sure she's a <laughs> lovely person but it was i mean we had just started it was such like a big moment for us that to see ourselves yeah and to have like that encouragement um so early on i think really helped us stick with it and hone what because at the beginning we were we didn't really hone our format until about episode 13 yeah you've got to find this flow yeah no i think we told you guys ours was like slightly similar like the first couple of us i was like we have to be so serious but it's like Mm -hmm. we're not serious people yeah (laughs) Just like, can't, can't go pretend. that route. Yeah, can't Logan Logan Roy would be like, these are not serious people. <laughs> <laughs> Succession reference. You know? Um, no, I love I'm that so little love happy. story. I, I yeah. like you. There could not be a more deserving duo, I think. Oh, so I'm so glad so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. that That's that so happened. Kind. 
We loved it. We loved it meeting you guys because we feel like y'all we have a similar vibe of like wanting to get to the truth behind this because we yes. all love the freaky macabre stuff. But I think we're all like chin scratchers enough that we're like, wait, there's something else in here. So when yep. you find somebody else with that, like the mystery solving kind of snoot, you want to team up. Yes, oh, for sure. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, I'm like, did I pick the right, the right career? Like I, sometimes I'm like, I want to be an FBI agent, you know? Oh, oh yeah. I want to get the facts. I, I looked it up whenever I was in law school because yeah. they would come to the the job fairs. And I was like, maybe they'll let me in because I have a graduate degree. And they're like, absolutely. <laughs> you also have to be able to run a mile in this many times, do this many pull-ups, this many stuff. So we have a point system. And I was like, do you have no. extra credit to do not I mean, that I guess part it's it. Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I, Jessica, I, you're an amazing actress. And I think you could play an FBI agent on TV. And I, I'm not, that's not me being facetious. I mean that. No. Like, Laura Linney's part in Mothman Prophecies, I think you could have. You could have played that role. Yes, but, I, but but that's like you know I love that. I thank you. I appreciate it. But like I I want to be in the nitty gritty. I want to do it for real. You want it for real. Do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if you do enough roles, they you just get legacied in. That like, honorary yeah, degree. Like you know enough. <laughs> Christy, you you're on. T- yep. Now. I okay. think you're right. <laughs> They're like, we're going to give you an honorary badging. You can, like you just get a badge. Don't. Like, yeah. Thank you. Great. I will FBI. use this. Yeah. <laughs> I would call Jodie Foster if I needed help with a case. I feel I, like I could trust I would trust her. her. I would trust her. Yeah. yeah. I would be Absolutely. like, oh, there, there's a killer. We need to get in your panic room. And she'd say, that wasn't, I don't actually have a panic room. <laughs> and Jody, you but, know, Jody, stop bullshit. But you know where online. one is. And yeah, if you, you don't know where one is, you know how to build one. So mm-hmm. either way, we're somewhere. Get Same. on it. Or we got to go to, what's his name on the purge? We're going to have to find somebody else with a house like where you hit the button and it's yep. That's Because oh, yeah. uh, Jodie Foster would lie to you about having a panic room because everyone assumes she does. And that's how she's going to get got. So when you ask her, she's going to mm. act like she doesn't know. Confused. She's going to say, get away from me. Why are you yelling so much about a panic room? I'm not hiding anything. <laughs> See, the man, I'm call. Yeah. And then that's when you go, I'm actually with the FBI. You yeah. have to tell oh, me. Oh, but then she's like, no, I'm with the FBI. And then <laughs> that's how that's their buddy cop movie. See, this that's is how Elise. The I was like, story these are that. our people. They think, <laughs> our they people. think like we do. <laughs> What's it's the most that, uh, inane that improviser situation. Yeah. We're trying to scheme to get you to be friends with Jodie Foster. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. I'm always scheming. Yeah. Oh. Um, you know, it's it's been decades since I've seen the Mothman movie. I saw it a number. There was a period of time in the 90s, because I think it came out late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. where yeah. I watched 20, it in succession. Yeah, Many, many times and then never wow. watched it again. <laughs> it just it okay. filled a need for you temporarily. Yeah. Just he watched it a bunch. And I was trying to remember, like, was Richard Gere a was he an FBI agent? Was he someone with any authority at all in this movie? But I don't think he was. I think he was just Deborah just Messing's husband. Yeah. Who, <laughs> Which uh, is, I mean, that's a credential. That's yeah, that, I would not, say. he's not just he also has his own stuff going on but wasn't he in the car when she like has the wreck but before yes. the wreck she sees the mothman vision yes because he, he is her husband in that which i think being deborah messing's husband i if i saw that headline i would think wow that what a lucky man yeah, but absolutely. i he, there is a they get hit by the car and then she has a brain tumor which yeah ultimately yes. kills her and which is apparently unrelated to the mothman in this but there's a there's an expression Deborah Messing makes when she's in that hospital room where she's terrified and she's kind of like scanning and looking around the room and it's burned in my brain. Like I know her face in that Ooh. moment. <laughs> You'll never as forget. a kid, it, it scared me. I was like, I'm scared too, Deborah. What did we see? Oh. What did it hit our car? Deborah, and, I don't know. 
And then Laura Linney is like the West Virginia sheriff or whatever that is like, this dude needs to chill out. Love um, her too. She could play anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that movie, that was my first experience and exposure to the Mothman. My, is it yeah. in the movie? Isn't he? Uh, well, this came out in the early 2000s. So hopefully, um, spoiler alert, <laughs> she has this vision that um, of just like these lights and stuff and water. And you're never really clear like what she's envisioning until the big bridge collapses mm-hmm. and all the Christmas presents are in the water and stuff, which is kind of what... We learned in our research is a lot of people think he's kind of this harbinger of not just doom, but kind of um, this is going to happen if you guys don't do something to. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Trying to help you out. So we like to think of him as a benevolent creature that comes and lets everyone know, like, if you guys don't get your shit together, you're going to end up in the this bridge is going to (laughs) collapse and Christmas Uh -uh. is ruined. Okay, (laughs) Nostradamus. You got to listen to him, (laughs) plan your life around him. Otherwise, you're going to end up. I love that. That's yeah, my my. So I'm so excited for this because I have seen the movie once again a long time ago. And then the only other thing I know about him is that he has fat cheeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like fat booty cheeks. So I'm excited for you guys to give me the down low on on this Mothman <laughs> because in his fat booty cheeks. You covered Mothman in an episode of your podcast, we which did. everyone should go listen to. And was that the conclusion you came to was like, he's a harbinger of good. We love so. Mothman. Well, we for our episodes, we kind of go through, you know, the lore when it's a cryptid or something. Um And stories and sightings. And at the end, I always ask, so what do we think? And then we give kind of our opinion. And we do like to think he is, um, yeah, kind of, I mean, I, in my head, just called him Mothstradamus. Yeah, so, so I said earlier. <laughs> did you say Nostradamus? No, I said Moth- he's Mothstradamus. Oh, yeah, you did say Mothstradamus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It was Heather's joke. I, I'm going to walk <laughs> it back. Um, but yeah, we, I think he's a, he's a beloved one. I, I don't view him as evil like some other, like, some are sinister, but in like a prankster way. But I think Mothman's out there trying to help people. I this think is good to know because business. I business. Yeah, I can. Uh, I usually stay away from this stuff because I'm a big, you know, believer in cultural priming stuff. And so I was like, <laughs> is this an evil creature? If you know, but if he's helping, then I'm more open. But yes. yeah, let and me. And you know. should be. You got to be open to him because when he swoops over you, he might be giving you a message. And if you're cowering, you're not going to get the message. <laughs> okay, you got to be receptive. It's like you know us with the aliens, just out with our arms up. Yep. Like, what do you want us to know? Well, I'm here. I think the I'm thing, open. the interesting thing about the Mothman, though, that maybe you should take into account, Jess, so you're not afraid of him, is he really he operated in the '60s, like a lot of serial killers, <laughs> under the radar. Oh no! And then he hasn't under really. The radar. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't really been heard of again. Like he was very right. active for a small period of years. You know, you think about the Beatles, like they only rec- there was only <laughs> a window there where they were really making music, but their catalog was huge. That's kind of yeah. the Mothman. Yeah. When I think of the Beatles, I'm, my brain immediately is like Mothman. Yeah, they're, they're right there. They're connected. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But you're right, because much like the Beatles, there'll be every once in a while, there'll be a little bit of a comeback with the Mothman. Yeah. Yes. You know, like there was 2017, some Chicago sightings. Some Chicago, there some, yeah. Yes. There was a couple of sightings. So it's like we just, uh, on my Spotify the other day, I got a thing. It was like, there's a new Beatles song. And I'm like, well, how's that? <laughs> Because 50% of them's yeah. not going to be on half the track. Of them, half of them aren't there. <laughs> yeah. But the other well, two, that? still going strong. Yeah. Kind oh, of. Co- kind a couple of years of. ago, Paul McCartney was playing here in LA and I thought, oh, I should I should go see him. Should I? I should go. 
Ringo's probably going to show up. And then I didn't. And then, of course, Ringo showed up. And I was like, of course oh. he did. You didn't miss anything, though, because that's not really Paul McCartney. He died in 1966. I that's agree. Named Paul is Paul. dead. We, Thank yep, you. I'm glad totally you're covered too. Yeah. Heather has, it's, she saw a documentary once that it's he was killed in a car accident. And it's been a um, uh, a stand-in ever since. <laughs> we, we did an episode on celebrity death hoaxes and Paul is dead, which is something that I used to read for comfort years ago is like one of my favorite hoaxes. Cause there's just so much gibberish. Oh, it's <laughs> nonsense fully. And like, I should say when Chrissy said, I watched a documentary, I watched a documentary, you know, with quotes around it. So <laughs> yep. it was a, uh, maybe a little bit homemade. It was documentary. on the history channel. Yeah. It was one of those <laughs> so documentaries. Some guy's GeoCities website. I think it was way back when. <laughs> So um, with the Mothman, though, like I was reading, because I did a little bit more research because I was like, I don't want to come in looking like a dumbass. But um, I, some people are saying it could have been this sandhill bird. And I looked up this sandhill bird and I'm like, if I were to see what people are describing as Mothman and then the sandhill bird, I feel like I could see a difference. One's a bird and one's not. I don't know. But that bird, I was like, that's a bird. <laughs> And it's a it's, funny looking bird. Show me a bird who's got an ass like this. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. I didn't see yeah. any cheeks on that bird. Not at all. Doesn't it's exist just in tail. nature. <laughs> yeah, the Sandhill Crane gets um, a bad rap. He is blamed for a lot of cryptid sightings, Jersey Devil, Mothman, really anything that flies. People the are like, bird. it was just a Sandhill Crane. The Houston crane. Batman. Yeah, they're always like, is this is a crane? I'm like, not everything's a fucking crane. Or the in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, we just covered the Flatwoods monster. Like, it was probably just a big owl. No, it wasn't. Because one of them is an alien creature and one of them is a bird. And in this case, one of them is a prophetic booty-cheeked man from the past, present, and future. And one of them is a bird. Yeah, he say, can I rip through space-time continuum we also this. learned that he can time travel yes yeah for sure. yeah yeah so maybe that's why his site he hasn't been cited in a while is he's in a different timeline doing stuff right now Elise, are you a last minute shopper? I'm not, Jessica, but there are some real lackadaisical bozos out there that can't not get their <laughs> acts together. And <laughs> it can be really difficult and stressful. I mean, I will say as a non-last minute shopper, it can just be hard to find the right gift for people. It's really tough. Everyone has everything. Like, what do you get somebody? That is true. And especially as we get older, you know, we just buy stuff for ourselves. And like, especially like, what do you buy for somebody that always ha that has everything? Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And there are certain things that like you just struggle to shop for. I struggle to shop for my parents because they don't yes. want anything. But there is something that they are absolutely mesmerized that I have in my home and they are getting as a gift. And what is it? That is an aura frame. Hell yeah, I have one too. They are the best. They really are. And the thing about aura frames is especially like when it comes to Christmas, you know, like all these materialistic gifts. Again, everybody's buying their self gifts and all of that. Uh -huh. Aura frames cuts right to your heartstrings, man. Cuts right to the core. Yes, yes. It's just a chock full of memories. Your parent or parental figure will stand there and stare at that frame for hours. I can personally guarantee it. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I will yeah. sign the affidavit. And it's a thoughtful, personal gift for people I've gotten them. My in-laws have one. It's a digital picture frame from Aura Frames that's loaded with all of your favorite pictures. It was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, The Strategist, and Wired, all sites Ooh. that I visit and respect their opinion. It's a nice surprise for anybody. I mean, I've been talking a lot about parents, but I am so happy to have one. 
you know? Oh, absolutely. It's great for, it's great for anybody. And it, it really is a gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Like even after you hand it off, you can upload new photos from the Aura app and invite the rest of your family to join in on the fun. And it's easy for grandma too. I know we're thinking about grandma here because she, <laughs> she can just swipe to the top of the frame and get past all the photos everyone else sent and just get to yes. you, her favorite child. Yeah, and you can grandchild. Do, you can do cute little stuff like like the photo, like you can little heart little photos with it. Yeah. Um, it has features like it'll if it's in low light, it will automatically dim. It's such a cool piece of tech. I love it so much. And you can save yourself the hassle of last minute shopping right now by visiting AuraFrames.com today and get $30 off their best selling frames with the code 30MM. These frames do sell out quickly, though, so get yours before they are gone. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com with promo code 30MM. Terms and conditions apply. Elise, do you play D&D? I love D&D. I really, really enjoy TTRPGs. But there's one tool that you need when you're playing TTRPGs, Jess. Do you know what it is? Uh, It's Misty Mountain Gaming Dice. You need a hot paradise for Misty Mountain Gaming. (laughs) (laughs) And they have an incredible catalog of dice and all sorts of materials like stone, resin, glass, and metal. It is a thing now in the tabletop community that you need to have sick dice. Like you've got to have You do. You need to come to the table with some dice. And if you don't, I don't don't know what that means for you. Just don't come to the table, okay? (laughs) Like it's it's a cool, like, it's... It's the equivalent of a Taylor Swift friendship bracelet in D&D is is the dice. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Misty Mountain Gaming offers free shipping to the entire United States and now has affordable shipping rates for international shoppers. Oh, yeah. Their dice are perfect for any RPG game. Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, Shadowrun, Savage World, math games, or anything else you can think of. Mm -hmm. They also have a ton of specialty sets. If you're into that, Ragnar's Bone Dice Set, Legends of Valhalla Hollow Metal Dice Set, Elder Rune's Blackout Metal Dice Set, and so many more. And Misty Mountain, they're the only dice company that offers a lifetime warranty on all dice sets, including stone and glass. Which is so great to have if you're getting into kind of these more custom, like luxury materials. That is so cool. They offer new dice sets monthly in the biggest selection on the web. So maybe you have one dice set that you use for Legends of Valhalla. Maybe you have another one you use for D&D, another for Pathfinder. I think it's so fun and such a fun way. Like, especially if you get dice that kind of represent your character, have that vibe. Yeah. On top of that, they've got other gaming accessories, leather bags, books, dice trays, miniatures, and so much more. They seem to have literally everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you, Misty Mountain. Our friends at Misty Mountain have an exclusive offer for our listeners. So just go to mistymountaingaming.com. Use code 30MM for a free acrylic dice set of your choice when you spend $20 or more. Well, for, yeah, for for our listeners, for the content, if you don't know the Mothman, in the late 60s in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, uh, there were the sightings started of this weird winged, you know, tall, dark with red beady eyes creature. And then different weird um, catastrophes started happening around the town. The, the biggest one being the Silver Bridge in Point Pleasant, which uh, spans the Ohio River. It had a collapse and people thought that well, the, the movie paints it to be that there were like these prophetic messages that some catastrophe was going to happen and the bridge happening was it. But there's also stuff where like, wasn't there a some kind of old like ammunitions plant or something yes. that was nearby? And then people thought, oh, maybe there's contamination and now there's 
townspeople are hallucinating. Like, which for me, I'm always one that's like, that's hallucinating. That's got to be your carbon monoxide poisoning or something. Like, I always default to that. A scientific um, explanation. Yes. Well, it's funny it. yeah, you bring up the munitions plant because I believe where the TNT munitions area was actually a bird sanctuary before it was the munitions plant. So then some people, that's kind of a hybrid theory of it was a bird. Mm. Then it, you know, got n- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtled a little bit. <laughs> and now it's a time traveling, you know, humanoid creature with a, you know, sweet cheeks that's ready to tell us, you know, hey, there's a super tiny bridge error that only I can see because I... Got teenage mutant ninja. Turtles. He's got those know. big red eyes. He <laughs> yeah. can see. I love this. He can see all. And I'm a bird, so I can get right there. Exactly. Okay. He's, ready to, he's he can yeah, fly. See. Or other people think. And I will say, since since I brought up the Flatwoods monster, these sightings out here in West Virginia and all this is near. You know, everything on the East Coast pretty close, especially if you can fly. And is it a government experiment? Is it somebody in a flight suit that <laughs> has you know the, yeah. the government just watching out a jetpack or situation? Like a prankster. Okay. Yeah. Was it a local prankster? prankster? Like the the guy who he made those big fake feet and then he was just like walking yeah. around the beach making footprints to prank For the everyone. Bigfoot sightings, yep. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, Christy, your props Christy. that you just showed up, you know, make yeah. me feel a little bit more comfortable because they're adorable and cute. And I, cute. right now I feel that I could cuddle with the Mothman if oh, I saw they, him. Oh, yeah. People yeah. I can't tell you how many times we've been asked FMK, and then it's like Mothman, Jersey Devil, <laughs> oh Loch Ness Monster, oh and we have God. to decide which cryptid are we. We need to do most this. interested in fucking is what we have to. And <laughs> as much as I love Mothman, he's on the bottom of my list because the idea of a giant moth and all that featheriness sends me. It's too much for um, me to but handle. But cheeks? in this size, I can I can take him. He's I, on my F list. I'm going to F him. But I would never I exactly marry where you stand, Heather, with this. I couldn't marry him, though, because he does travel through the space-time continuum. Yeah. And I like somebody who's consistent, who's there every day. And so I don't have the strength to be with a partner that would have a, a job that would separate us. Other people can handle that. <laughs> I personally am too weak. Yeah, I can't do long distance. So, yep. um, you know, one one night stand, though, I'm down for that. And plus, cool. it wouldn't be awkward because you'd probably go to another time period. We'd never see each other anymore. That's but what true. if he's I keep like, the honey, picture, I can visit you in the space-time continuum? <laughs> It would just be like that ex that you're like, oh, we've got to stop doing this. My God. We've got to stop meeting I like love this. I love it. At the like po- entrance to the portal where you two meet when he comes through. Oh, my God. I was a cast member in a in a one-shot TTRPG about um, four, like four or five roommates that had to get Mothman to move out. He wouldn't – he crashed on their couch and he wouldn't move out. And – I said to the GM before, I'm like, well, I feel like if there's anything that's going to get Mothman to get out of the house, it's a bridge. Like, it's a nice yeah. new bridge that <laughs> yeah. he's like, new bridge. <laughs> I got to smash With a lot of lights it. on it. So it's like, ooh. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're but, attracted to which, flames. Or, yeah, you light that bridge on fire. Is, is that a misconception that Mothman wants to destroy bridges? Uh, I don't think he wants to destroy it. I think he was trying to warn them that the bridge was faulty because it wasn't that the bridge was exploded and destroyed because of him. There was like a point one inch crack down in one bearing. It was a chain type of bridge that couldn't have even been seen by the human eye. So it was up to Mothman. He just couldn't communicate with us well enough. So we took his sweet message as horror and ran away from him. People saw him in the area in weeks before and perched on the bridge. And there are pictures, uh, 
you will let the audience decide what how legitimate yeah. they think well, those are. It, are there any skeptics who are like, no, this was clearly doctored? Like you can tell from the the photos. Oh yeah, for sure. All the yes, time. yeah, yes. all all cryptid photos. I don't think anyone's ever been like, we have definitive proof. <laughs> Mothman is real. He's a eight foot moth with huge. Booty cheeks. He is real. <laughs> Definitely him. No, I think the sheriff at the time was just like, it's old shite poke or shit poke. It was just a big bird. Like, that's <laughs> so any pictures are just like, eh, it's just probably big bird or big crane clipping it. Yeah, kind of like those fairy pictures they made back in like the early 20th century where it was oh, like, yeah. it's real fairy pictures. Yes. And you're like, you literally cut, like physically cut and paste yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, we know how this works now, but yeah. We What's saw so you interesting to me. It's like, so my, again, with somebody that's like not super um, understanding of Mothman, I I immediately associate him with like, um, yeah, horror and and evil or just like bad omen type situations. Where did that come from? If if also the other side is you're, you're saying that he is a kind of like giving us messages. A Christ-like um, figure, other side if you will. Of- yes. <laughs> People fear what they don't understand, Jessica. That's what's going on here. That is, <laughs> the, hey, they okay. see the Mothman and they see his shapeliness. They see his eyes. They see the way he maneuvers and moves. It's not like you or I. And so they want to <laughs> well, separate okay. him. They want to other the Mothman. And what we need You've to understand never met Jessica cryptids, in person. <laughs> you don't know. Wanna, we don't, we've only you. seen her sitting. We don't know what's down there. <laughs> She's like, actually, tears off human flesh face, (laughs) moth face underneath. Um, In that case, hey, where you at? Um, But for real, I think that people just don't understand it. So they assume that if something looks, you know, monstrous, that it is monstrous, which is unfair because all he's trying to do is help us. And maybe... Yeah, that's our opinion. But there are people that think he is a harbinger of doom and that seeing him. So aside from seeing him, though, going to happen. Yeah. Aside from seeing him, has he done any what what other people would consider as evil acts or something like that? So that's where I'm just like, what is the action of him? Yeah. Anyone that said like, I wrong place, wrong time. That's wrong the other thing. place, wrong time is the only thing he's guilty of. Okay. Or right place, right time. He's never, phys- there haven't been reports of like someone being attacked by him or anything Mm-mm. like that. He's just kind of seen in the area uh, before a natural disaster, or after a natural disaster. Mm. So or people, terrorist attack or yeah, yeah, issues. Yeah. Uh, associated with like uh, traumatic events like that. And people think he either brings them on. Or that he's trying to warn you. It's kind of a split camp. For me, it's like if you watched, uh, if you were a member, or not a member, a citizen of, you know, Gotham or whatever, and every time something heinous happened, Batman was there, you're like, Batman's causing this shit. But we know as the viewers with the, you know, the perspective (laughs) of Batman that he's actually trying to stop stuff or prevent it. And a lot of times he's being framed. So I think we've got a Mothman-Batman situation where we should not be the ignorant citizens of Gotham City (laughs) looking up going, well, it's the bat's fault. It's not the bat's fault. He was trying to help us. But But to clarify, I don't think Mothman was uh, a a rich fellow who just learned karate. I think... That he is a supernatural. Mothman's being. parents weren't gunned down in an alley as they were <laughs> speak to flying that away from a, a which a light. Can we detour here for a time. second? Maybe if it's nicknamed Crime Alley, you don't walk down the alley. <laughs> yeah, one. I'm not victim blaming, but <laughs> well, also, well, no, I'm not trying. to We need either. to make our we need to be aware of our circumstances and surroundings. <laughs> Crime Alley is. I mean, I'm not going to go in Drown Lake. You know, yeah, I'm not going to swim there. <laughs> yeah, nope. No, uh, food poisoning junction cafe. No. I'm like, I'm not gonna go there. Not gonna diarrhea cafe. <laughs> God, thank God. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of split. So yeah, it's split. you gotta okay. decide which um which team you're on. 
But he is um, in the cryptid fandom. He is uh, one of the more beloved characters because there are so many different versions of him. Yeah, he can be like, I mean, there are movies where he is an ominous, terrifying looking creature. And then people crochet his cute little ones like this. Little and baby. get cute little tattoos and stuff. So... He's he's beloved by all, but he can he can go either way as far as the scariness. Well, but I I prefer to think of him as the cute the cute kind. And so he it, shifted into sexualization. As well. Oh, there is a lot of <laughs> fan fiction. Our, uh, our listener recently <laughs> shared us not even fan fiction, and I have to just say, please don't accuse me of writing this because I didn't. But it's called um, "I'm in Love with Mothman," and it's a book that was recently published, and it's about a 22 year old named Heather. Falling in love with the mom. Heather, man. you wrote you, this. Are, are you sure you didn't write this? <laughs> Sounds like Heather. a Heather joint to me. <laughs> I think you wrote this. It's like my Backstreet Boys fan fiction I wrote as a child. Yeah, I, I'm love, not I love you You modestly telling us about this with your ass cheek mom. I was man. like, we just hide that. It wasn't me. I promise it was It's a very. Um, you know, it's a, it's a it's a love story. It's classic. Yeah. It's um, a classic love story. Um, but it just says Heather imagines spending her unplugged days. Oh, she's a former social media influencer, traipsing through the woods. But her cottage core fantasy is turned upside down when a wounded cryptid crashes into her roof and her heart. What? With no help from her she internet. She would die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The local monster hunter is growing suspicious. Heather's quiet life in the wilderness has suddenly become more complicated. To make matters worse, <laughs> oh my God. she thinks she might be falling in love with the brooding winged man in her living room. Oh my God. <laughs> it's book one of two of the Mothman and Love series, and at the risk of spoiling it, the second is called I'm Engaged to Mothman. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. This is incredible. Things worked out. Things worked out. So. They also really just like casually mentioned the local monster hunter. Yes. Just like a villain. So, Is that yeah, the love he, triangle? I guess so. Oh, she's trying little. to save him and he's trying or, to get his trophy. I've been there. I mean, it also would be great if it was kind of like a beauty and the beast Gaston Bell situation mm-hmm. where yes. her boyfriend is the local monster hunter, but then she meets this. I mean, I guess maybe they could have just ripped off beauty and the beast. And let's get y'all's opinion on this beast or Prince he turns into. We're team we think he's hotter as the beast. The beast. We we would have wanted Certainly. him to not turn. Yeah, yes. I, I, I absolutely about me and I'm okay with it. <laughs> I agree. Because and this is this is, sounds very toxic, but like when <laughs> <laughs> already, I mean it's a beast, but like I like, you know, the push and pull. You know, I like the mystery. Yeah. I like yeah. the, you know, that little brooding thing. But when he's a back to a human, he's all lovey dovey. I'm like, I'm bored with you now. Yeah. Give, yeah. give me that and fur, baby. So Jess, the chase is gone. Jess yeah, knows my position awful. on Casper, where Devin Sawa to me does not translate directly <laughs> as the like. If you were like, what's the human version of Casper? It's not Devin Sawa. Yeah. Thank okay. you. That, yeah. Thank you. Someone such a little brave bitch. enough to say it. Yes. Thank you. Someone has been brave enough to say it. I thought that since I watched the VHS tape as a child. Finally, yep. yeah, I couldn't Devin articulate Sawa. it. I gotta. It's, it's the softest. Oh, Fucking reveal in a movie. I'm sorry Thank I you. used such a harsh swear <laughs> word you. in a child's movie, but it <laughs> yeah. is the softest, weakest ass yeah. reveal as a kid. I remember thinking Christina Ricci deserved better. And I just want to oh. say, I see a similar situation, and I know we only caught a glimpse of him as the prince in the animated version, but it's not the same person. It's not the same mm-hmm. individual. No. The beast is so goofy. He gets hit by a snowball, and he, uh-huh. and, you know, and also like. You know, when the lines like and or fine, then you'll starve. Like, yeah. I can't picture that prince nope. 
delivering mm-hmm. that with no. such um, camp, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's a beast all the way for me. Beast. Yeah, okay, and the beast Prince all the way is too, he's... He's bland. He's milk toast. I don't want any part of that. I remember as a kid being just like, "What kind of a nothing sandwich what kind is of this?" Simp did Casper. Heather, where would you wanted Casper to be? Who who would what what child actor? JTT. Wait, say it again. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, oh perfect. JTT. I, I didn't want it. I just came that came off the top of my head. He was cute. Oh, that's um, right. Minkus. Do you guys remember Minkus? Who was Minkus? Minkus. Minkus? Isn't he from Full House? Jess. He's the nerd Minkus. with the glasses. When oh, you that said that, him? I thought of Andy Milanakis, and I'm just going to throw Andy Milanakis yeah, out there, Yeah, let's put him in there. He Are you talking about Boy Meets been. World, kid? Boy Meets World. Oh, is he Boy Meets World? Oh. That kid was on, he, but he was on Saved by the Bell. He was like the Stephanie's little friend on Saved by the Bell, too, I think. Oh. Or not Saved by the Bell, shit, Full House. That new Saved by oh, the Bell okay. reboot is so good. What, what oh, a crime. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen I it. Yeah. Watch it. I haven't it's watched great. it. I love all Saved by the Bells. Oh, yeah. Big Saved Hawaiian by the Bells. Hawaiian style. Anyway, anyway, if I was trying to ruin someone's fun <laughs> and tell them that the Mothman couldn't possibly be real and there has to be an explanation for all of these sightings and these things, yeah. do y'all have any theories or did you come across any theories of people trying to explain away the Mothman? Is it like a collective hallucination? Is it something like if people are under a certain duress, these are the kind of things they might see? You know, Besides or? the damn bird. Yeah. <laughs> Besides the bird. Besides the bird, maybe. Some people claim it was some type of a prank or if it was a bird. Also, in some of the studies that have been done where uh, whether it's a cryptozoologist or just anybody that's researching Mothman goes after to interview the people who have seen it. Oftentimes, they're only interviewing people who claim to have seen it, not everybody who is on the street block at this time. So there's been allegations that some of the investigation has been sort of biased in favor of proving that there is a Mothman and the people that they speak to rather than saying, what did you see in the sky? If you pre dispose them by saying, did you see the Mothman that predicted the bridge mm-hmm. collapse? Suddenly they're maybe like, I, I don't know, maybe I did. You can put my name in the newspaper. So there's been those allegations where it could have been a big bird, but because of the way that the questions were asked, it took on this legendary status. Could have been the big bird. Yeah, it was from Sesame Street. He just was like <laughs> putting on a latex suit. Yeah, he just spray painted <laughs> yeah. himself black and <laughs> flew yeah. on up. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's got the eyes already. Yeah, so I, yeah, that's, uh, there's never been any definitive proof, but he is, the town of Point Pleasant has leaned in. They love it. There's a huge Mothman statue in the center of downtown, this huge silver statue, cheeks and all. Which People is like, wow. They have pictures that. with it. They've there's got a, a museum. Too, right? What's that? There's a festival they do. Yeah, every year they have a Mothman festival. So they've really um, leaned into it, much like um, in uh, when we just covered the Flatwoods Monsters. You know, small towns like that. I think they, they're like, this is kind of what puts us on the map. And people go there all the time just for like Mothman type of stuff. So it brings tourism too. See, he's benevolent. It helps, so it helps it, the mm-hmm. local tourists. It's benefited Point Pleasant to say, yes, yes. there's a Mothman. Mm-hmm. It does. And it, I think it's a way for them to, you know, it's like any of us when we experience a tragedy. I mean, that's a, the bridge yes. collapse is a real thing. And mm-hmm. to help mythologize it might help people who either knew somebody or just the city in general going through something painful to then turn that into, well, it's actually this character and it's the shows the goodness of Point Pleasant. Like, hey, we're we want to help. We're a city of helpers. And for whatever reason, when they built that the statue of him in the center of town, they just 
carve the behind in a certain way. And I think that's where he got that uh, that reputation. But it comes from this wanting to memorialize this thing because you can't stop it. If you're a city like that, like you can't stop people talking about the Mothman. So you might as well lean into it mm-hmm. and, you know, get a little bit of that sales tax revenue. Hey, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I would love if there was a deeper conspiracy where this town came together and said, we need money. We need tourism revenue. We should create a cryptid that... 30 years later, we can create a big badonk statue of yeah. people yeah. flock it was to see a, it. It was a slow burn. It was a long yeah. con, but it's paying off. The sculptor's <laughs> like, the just, dividends now. just yeah. as my grandfather okay. wanted, and he's just curving the back. So, yeah. So for the cheeks, though, because that I have to say, like, I'm understanding Mothman more now, but like the cheeks is still, I'm just like, where did the cheeks come from? But you just said, so it was... The statue or, or other pe- people seeing, we saw that Mothman and he had big cheeks. Yeah. No, I think in the initial descriptions of him, there were not particular mentions of his ass, which you would make no. sense because the Mothman is going to be flying face towards the ground. So unless you were in an <laughs> airplane up. above the Mothman, yeah, face down, ass up. That's the way he <laughs> likes to fly. Mm-hmm. And so okay. if you're on the ground looking up, you are you might see Dong, but you're not going to see yeah. the cheeks. So I think that was just an artist interpretation. Yeah. Maybe wishful thinking. I don't know. But oh, yeah. that's yeah. sort of where the statue okay. has... Where that part of the myth has come through, because people on social media will be like, "Here's the front of the statue," and for no reason, here's the back. <laughs> the statue's <laughs> all caked up. I'm looking at it right now. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. I'm, I need to look at get a handful, and it doesn't it's need shy. to be. No, 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 no. It goes. We're so definitely going to no, show no, an they image. They went. They went way harder than they needed. to It was smaller at first, and then the, t- the mayor <laughs> comes around and was like, "Bigger." Bigger. And like, mayor, no. Bigger, you heard me. <laughs> Mayor, it's going to blind drivers as they walk by because it's silver. Yeah, it's it's like the bean in Chicago. It is. <laughs> it's so He's bright. Like, we'll but I also noticed. I'm surprised it's not like worn down there. Oh, yeah, I know. From like uh, be- people you rubbing their it. hands on it. You, you got to polish it. it up every night. It's a class C misdemeanor if you use your hands and it's a felony if you use your mouth. Oh, you can't get up. Can't he's also it. like squatting. His like knees are bent. Like maybe he's what about to drop it. Yeah. He's well, he's always ready to take off, take off in flight, you know? Yeah. That's it. It just looked that way. But no, wow. I think uh, I don't, if there is a conspiracy, I don't notice that it's the city of Point Pleasant trying to create the Mothman mythologically. If the Mothman exists, I would be more inclined to believe that the government's aware of it and is trying to cover it up, which is what a lot sure. of the residents after yeah. those initial sightings said. Men in Black came by. This uh, John Keel, I think, was an author that was yes. interviewing people, and they said some the guy, came, some lady came by and said, oh, I'm his secretary. Why don't you tell me all your secrets? And afterwards, John Keel's like, oh, I don't have a secretary. I don't know who that was. Mm-hmm. So there were these mm-hmm. officials in suits and with kind of odd behavior years coming in to interview people afterwards and then when they the, the citizens all came together and said yeah that weird guy at your house they're like yeah that was really weird his he was all pale he started turning redder and redder and redder and then he stopped and took a pill and then he was like <clears throat> go on and i was like well that could be a medical condition yeah it could just be high blood pressure because he's talking to a person about a moth man but some interpreted <laughs> that as like well maybe he was like trying to hide in a skin suit like <laughs> He was the Mothman, yeah. And then I think also some people thought, if not a, like the government was trying to hide it, that it was some type of government type plane or, you experiment. know, um, experiment. Experiment. That's that oh people gosh. were seeing. Um, That's where my mind went to. I'm like, they like were in MP a lab Ultra. and like, this is what came out. And he had, again, cheeks. Okay. Hulk, yeah. Hulk style. They were like, too much, too much power too much. to the butts. <laughs> There's too much in the butt. We can't get out of here. And then there's just an ass-shaped hole in the wall. And they're like, he's already escaped. 
it's too it's late. His most power. <laughs> he's flying. His ass has hit the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge is and going And he's like, down. oops, my bad. Hardly um, late, buddy. Sometimes well, it gets away from here. You bump into it. Because this God. podcast is called 30 Morbid Minutes and we sort of painted ourselves into a corner there. We do yeah. need to wrap things up, but it has been so wonderful talking to you both again. And I implore everyone who listens to this podcast to please go check out the Sinisterhood podcast because you thank will have you. a thank blast you, you. every time. How can you not time. after this? That's Come on. so nice. And yeah. same for y'all. You're so much fun to talk to. We, last night we were uh, together and we were like, oh, we get to talk to Jessica and Elise tomorrow because yes. y'all are so much fun. Yeah. 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 So we'll, yeah. we'll find a way to finagle another collaboration yes, with y'all please. because this is too much fun. We got to keep Absolutely. doing this at regular intervals. We'll get, we'll start to be like, well, we miss them. Yes. <laughs> we hang out with them again. Please. Absolutely. I want to make Magic Castle happen. And I would love, yes. if you guys are down, we'd love to have you come back on and yeah. talk oh, about more sure. stuff. Anything? Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. And we, we're out in LA. Uh, Kind of regularly, so we'll hit We're in Austin then, every once in a while, too. Yeah, Austin, too. Yes. Heather will be in Austin for one night. Later this month. I'm going to come yeah. see a concert. Hey, yeah. give me a call. Give hey. me a call. I'm here. Holla. Where can people find you guys on, on uh, where, where can they find your podcast and social media? Yeah, for sure. You can listen to Sinisterhood wherever you get your podcast. You can also head over to our YouTube channel, uh, Sinisterhood Podcast, to see our interview with you all, as well as our. we just did our first paranormal investigation at the USS the North Carolina Battleship, so you can see that, um, and all of our other interviews and full episodes. You can follow us on social media at Sinisterhood Pod or Sinisterhood Podcast in most places. Uh, I'm online everywhere at Heather versus the World. Christy, where are you at? I'm on Instagram at Christy M. Wallace and TikTok at Christy or GTFO. <laughs> At first, I thought that you owned both the domains Christy and GTFO. And I was like, God, All right, Christy. <laughs> yeah, you can just find me at gtfo.org. And then every time you go to it, it just kicks you out to a different website. And you're like, what is this? And it's like, it's in the name. What a fun bit that would be to do with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I assume you guys have merch too. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Oh, it's on yeah. sinisterhood.com. Uh, you click on shop on the top banner and we got some new stuff coming right now. We have crew necks and mugs and all kinds Ooh. of cool, cozy stuff to get yourself all ready for cold season. Cause Texas today, it's taking a turn into so rainy, excited. dreary, cold time. I know. I'm, I'm excited. So excited. Too, so. I'm about to I walk outside right after this. On. I'm so excited. I know. I know. I'm <laughs> like, yes. Yes. Cool. Sweatered up. Well, yeah, before yeah. the podcast, Jess saw me. She accidentally saw that I'm wearing bicycle shorts. <laughs> nice. And then she was like, are the, what are you wearing there? Is that underwear? And I was like, no. It's a bicycle. I can it's see the sun streaming short. in next to you. It looks very sunny where ignore yeah, that. here ignore it's, that. it's overcast and cave. we all want to go to sleep. Yeah. Ignore the man behind the curtain. Um, you can find our merch at roosterteeth.com and go to 30mm.show slash first to support us directly. Um, Christy and Heather, we have a thing that we do at the end of our podcast. Jessica, you want to tell them? Yeah. So the way that we kind of just say like goodbye to everybody. I mean, um, I, Heather, I can see it behind you, your Sinisterhood Ouija board, where we yes. um, say bad bye instead. instead of a goodbye. We wish you <gasps> bad a bad bye. Bye. Bad, yeah. bye. bad bye. Bad bye. Bad bye. Bad bye. Bye bye, Christy. Bye bye, Heather. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank bye-bye. you so much bye-bye. for having us. Bye bye, Mothman. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye, Mothman. Bye bye, Mothman. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>